Hi, it's Vana. Welcome to Midlife Confidence. I found that bringing our glow back in our middle years comes from learning to manage our own mind. It's time to love your life and love yourself. Join me on a journey as we discover our midlife confidence. Here we are ready to talk about our purpose again, or if you want to call it your life mission, your higher calling, your dreams, your aspirations, your passion. I read a new way to look at it this week. Someone calls it their personal legend. I really liked that. Whatever you want to think of it as and works for you is great. I'm just going to keep calling it our purpose. And we're always going to feel happier when we focus on bringing together the things we love and care about, and we find ways to use those to serve other people. This is the second episode in a series on discovering and living our life purpose. We started just last episode with episode 34, and we're going to take a full three months on this, and then we're going to take a month off. And here's the thing about purpose. What we're really asking is, what can I do with my time that will feel important? Last week, we talked about getting clear on the three emotions that you're seeking, because what we really want is to feel a certain way. And then being aware of the seven needs that we want to fulfill, we want to start with the end in mind. So today we're going to add on to that and we're going to zoom in on what your highest purpose is. We're going to get clear on your favorite, most motivating and authentic values. And these two things are just a start, but they're a foundation. In the future, we'll focus more on the actions that you'll take and the results that you'll create from your highest purpose and your values. First, I want to share four important things to know about purpose. First of all, do you believe that we all have a specific purpose we were born to find? Or do you feel like we get to choose? Well, maybe, maybe not. Probably a little bit of both. Maybe there's cosmic significance to what you choose. If you believe that you in particular, or everyone in general, has a specific spiritually created destiny, are you putting pressure on yourself to find that one thing and know for sure? Are you worried that at some point you'll be held accountable and you'll have to say, whoops, I guess I missed my purpose. So let's just trust that if you did come with a specific purpose, that it will happen. There's nothing you can do to miss it. Either you'll be clearly inspired and you'll understand it, or it's just going to happen naturally. Or maybe you do get to choose now, and that's amazing too. You'll get all the pleasure of deciding without worrying about choosing the wrong thing. The upshot is you don't have to worry about it either way, right? So let's relax and love the way we're designed to seek meaning and purpose and how the world offers so many opportunities to dive in and be engaged in creating a new reality. I love this quote from Mark Manson. He said, passion is the result of action, not the cause of it. We often think we have to discover our passion and then go get to work on it. But often if we just dive in and start doing things, that passion will rise up and be created because you're involved in something. Okay, number two, your purpose can serve many 
or a few, or even just one other human. And depending on where you are, that one human you serve may be you. Maybe your purpose for a time may be healing and serving yourself. If you've been neglected or abused in any way, if you have things that need to be healed in your life. So your purpose doesn't need to be grand and global. It can be very focused and it might be even more powerful that way when all your attention is directed to a small group with a very focused purpose. It might be like if we each had one pitcher full of water and you could either go fill 1000 cups and each cup would just get a few drops or you could go fill four cups or 10 cups and they would be filled and overflowing. So don't judge your success or your influence on your impact on numbers like how many followers or how many people read your book. It might just be simple but deeply meaningful, touching the lives of a few in a deeply profound way in your circle of influence. The third thing is that purpose can come from something totally new or something that you're already doing, in which case you just need to see it in a different way and nurture it and magnify it. And probably it'll be some of both of these because in midlife, you've already set up so many things and you'll already have so many ways that you could engage and make a difference. So we're going to keep talking about leveraging your present life and your experience and your wisdom and integrating that with anything new that you want to bring in. And the fourth thing is that you are going to have more than one purpose. Actually, the way I see it is we can come up with one overarching purpose and then have lots of little purposes or activities or goals that kind of feed into that overarching purpose. Remember last time in episode 34, I suggested that you might want to start a life purpose journal while we go through this process. So I'm just going to offer that idea to you again today. Because when we write things down, they become so much clearer and it brings so much awareness and insight. So let's talk about when you don't have a vision for where you want to go. Start with the one thing that would make everything else okay. We're going to talk about your highest purpose. What is the one thing that if you achieved it or you experienced it, everything else in your life would be okay? This highest purpose can help you make decisions as you decide what to do. How can these smaller actions that you take help you get to this highest thing that you want in your life? Do you believe that there could be one thing that if you accomplished it or experienced it, everything else would be okay? I finally come to that awareness myself, so I'm going to challenge you to zoom in and zoom in until you get to that one thing. This is your work for the next little while to start thinking about it and be patient with however long it takes you to realize it. There's an awesome list that can help you start and there's a website called higherawareness.com and I will put the link to this list in the show notes. Really high level life mission type of stuff. So I'll just share a few of the ideas that they have to get you started and help you see what I'm thinking about. To restore order out of chaos to pursue pure knowledge, to express truth through any form, to bring harmony and beauty into others' lives, to fully give love, to unify many groups into one whole, to heal, to carry out the divine will, to create new ways of thinking, 
to preserve spiritual values and principles, to make miracles happen. And these are just a few examples on this long list. So go read through the list and just see what speaks to you and what inspires you. You will probably come up with something different than is on this list, but this can serve as a spark. And remember, there's no comparisons. There isn't one highest purpose that you should have. And don't judge yourself like thinking that other people have a better, higher purpose. And remember that this can change over time. That's just fine. And again, ask yourself that question. If I actually achieved this one thing or I experienced it, that I could feel like my life was worthwhile and everything else would be okay. That highest purpose is going to be like your North Star. And then we're going to start talking about values. Values are the ideas and concepts that are really important to you. I really like Steve Pavlina's view on values. He said, values act as our compass to put us back on course every single day so that day after day, we're moving in the direction that takes us closer and closer to our definition of the best life we could possibly live. So your highest purpose that you came up with is your definition of what your best life is. And these values will act as your compass. Now, if you feel like values are so la-di-da ambiguous and they don't really matter, consider these two lists of values from two different people. So person one, their values could be success, victory, adventure, abundance, generosity, and originality. What kind of person do you imagine in your mind when you think about those values? What would they look like? What would they be doing? What would you see in their face and feel in their spirit? And the second person would have a different list of values. Their values could be justice, courage, intellect, leadership, loyalty, order. What does that person look like? What do you feel from them? What are they accomplishing in their life? Our values and what we put first in our lives have a big impact on who we are and what we accomplish. So this exercise helped me identify like some of my top values. For me, the idea of wellness or balance and wholeness has always been a big driver for me. I just have this sense of like completeness and addressing all areas of our life. I think that's why the concept of our mind, body, and spirit and paying attention to all of them and creating wholeness has been so deeply important to me. Some other values I have are beauty and noticing beauty in the world and having those moments of just gratitude for the beauty that exists. I've developed a high value for unconditional love for those around me, not because I'm perfect at it, but because it feels so good when I achieve it. (laughs) And serenity has been a big value for me. And another high value I have is progress. And again, I have a list to get you started. And this list does come from Steve Pavlina, and the link is in the show notes. It's a very simple list of over 400 values. Don't worry, it doesn't take that long to read 400 words. (laughs) And as you go through these, like some of them are just going to mean nothing to you, and some of them will speak to you. And just 
maybe you could print it out and circle the ones that you like, or just start writing down the ones that feel like you want to think about that one more, or you already know that aligns with what you've cared about and what's been important to you in your life already. Some of these are pretty creative. Like I love amazement. I never thought of amazement as a value, but like looking for wonder and appreciation and amazement in life. I love that value. How about audacity or proactivity or resilience? I like the value of vision. Actually, I might add that one to my list. I like vision a lot. Or how about vivacity? Or how about wittiness? I think that's a value of my husband's and he uses that to bless other people a lot. So, so many guiding values and we are so unique and whatever speaks to you and whatever comes up for you in this list is wonderful. No judgment, okay? And just look at this as figuring yourself out like a puzzle. It's going to be so interesting and I'll help you just see how unique you are. And I'm not going to put any limit on how many values you can have. I would just offer that constraint sometimes is very helpful because if we have too many, we lose focus. The tighter you can get your list down to the things that really mean something to you, the better they're going to be at helping you make decisions and guide your life. So that's already two big projects for you to do to discover your highest purpose and then your values. You might have noticed that I didn't tell you yet what my highest purpose is, and I hesitated to share that with you because I don't want anyone comparing. That is not what's going on here, but I do want to be authentic and share my own journey, so I'm going to tell you about my highest purpose and kind of how I came to that, and it was when I was working with my first coach, and I went to him asking for help because I felt so overwhelmed by my to-do list. I was just burdened all the time by never feeling like I got all the things done that I needed to do. And I had gotten to the point where I literally dreaded waking up in the morning. I dreaded my own life. And I just thought I needed some help to figure out how to get all those things done so I could feel better. He slowly led me to see what I really wanted. And through that process, I realized what I really want is to feel connected to God and be getting guidance and answers from God. And as I think of it now, revelation full on like a faucet. That is my ultimate goal. Is that even possible in this life? I don't know. I have so many limitations in this area and epic fails, and yet I have made such big progress at the same time. And I really do feel like if I made progress in this one thing in my life, everything else really would be okay. So today we talked about starting to define the foundational ideas that are going to guide the rest of your life, your highest purpose, and your most inspiring and authentic values. I know you'll already feel your confidence growing as you get clear on these. Next time, we're going to use these to get even more specific. We're going to talk about what feels unfinished in your life and what you really want to complete or master or experience in the time you have now. It's going to be great. So let's keep exploring the answer to the question, what can I do with my time that will feel important? Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. If you feel like there's something more for you, you're right. 
As a life coach, I teach people in midlife to see what's been getting in their way and how to clear it up and get on with what they want next. This is the perfect time to update your mind. You'll know how to feel better now so you can get those important things going. I'm always happy to chat about your life and what you want. All you need to do is get in touch with me. You can email me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com. Contact me on my website, midlifeconfidencecoach.com. Or message me on social media. I'm at Vana Davis on Instagram. All that's in the show notes. Take care until next time.